Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. We are now in season four with over 1,300 recordings, which are being viewed and heard all over the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior professional and coach from Brooklyn, New York, USA, Dr. Sandy Webster. Sandy, hey. welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ash. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, Sandy is the Chief Executive Officer of Sandy Webster Coach Salting, and we'll talk about Coach Salting. She's a serial entrepreneur, an investor, a mentor, and a coach. She's worked with American Express and Saks Fifth Avenue, as well as Verizon. And she's an author. And all of you know, I'm very partial to authors. So we will talk about her books later. So Sandy, let's talk about uh, Coach Salting. It's an unusual word. Tell me about how you got this word and what you're doing. It's it's not that unusual when you think about it because it's a blend of coaching and consulting. Yep. Right. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm not fully. Uh, I'm a full coach to some people, and then I consult. Mm -hmm. But what I found, Ash, was I started out my business being a consulting business, mm -hmm. the, the first company that I had, and we consulted in marketing and analytics. Mm -hmm. And when you're a consultant, you go in and you get stuff done, mm. like immediately. You, you have to use all your resources, all yeah. your faculties to deliver. Mm. And so I understand that world. When you're a coach, as I started getting into coaching, mm -hmm. Most coaches don't consult. Mm -hmm. They give you advice. Yep. And it can take that the person you're giving the advice to a long time to get mm. things done. Mm. Because you're really saying to them, go out and find the, the information yourself. Mm. I don't like that, that methodology. Mm. If I coach you, I should be able to help you deliver what you need to deliver. Mm -hmm. And I should be able to help you get it done. So if you want to hire me and say, Sandy, this is part of what, you know, what I'm doing, mm. help me do it. I like to have a full project when I'm done with you. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the coach salting was formed. Fantastic. It's, it's a great word. I hope you have, I hope you have trademarked it and copyrighted it. You know, I cannot. They told me this is not a word that, that can be copyrighted, but Sandy Webster code something can be copyrighted. Okay, wonderful. So, you know, when I was reading about you, uh, my first question was, why, after such an amazing corporate career, did you take a decision to move to coaching and consulting? I'd love to get your thoughts. Well, I only moved to coaching and consulting after 9-11. Okay. So the reason I left the corporate world was because I worked for American Express, which mm. is a, a large corporation. Yep. And as you may know, we were located in the towers. I know. Mm -hmm. And after 9-11, the world was in chaos and American Express had to let people go because mm -hmm. they're, they're a lot in the travel business. Mm. I decided to take a package mm -hmm. that they offered because Ash, quite frankly, I was working there for almost for about 17 years mm -hmm. and I'd worked in different divisions 
and I simply could not, I was getting bored. Mm. I was getting antsy. And when 9-11 happened, it forced me to really sit and think about what is my next? What did I want mm. to do? Mm. Right. And Peggy, who became my business partner, mm -hmm. we had talked about what is our next mm. after the corporate. And we both decided we wanted to start a business separately. Mm. Separately, mm -hmm. we decided that. Okay. So 9-11 was my big catalyst mm -hmm. for saying, Sandy, now is the time. I was 40 years old and I figured I was young enough that if Correct. a business failed, I could still get Go the back job. to working. I agree. <laughs> so that yes. was my, my first motivation, mm. I would say. Uh, the second one is, you know, I was watching a lot of my peers, women, mm. Mm. working 60 to 70 hours a week mm. or even 90 hours a week. Mm. And when they had their first child, mm. this was back in 2000, yep. you know, corporations were not ready to have part-time workers Correct. or have women consult. And so I watched the steady stream of women just leave the workforce. Mm especially after having their second child. And I thought there must be a place for this, these women mm. who worked all their lives, very educated, very senior positions, and now they just have to leave the workforce. So I started hiring them while I was on the job as consultants. Mm -hmm. They would come in, hit the ground running. They knew the company. They knew what to do. They were less expensive than the big corporations. Mm -hmm. And so that's what was my second catalyst when i formed consultants to go mm. i married the two okay i married the marketing that i did in an analytics and i utilized the woman as my resource mm. for delivering to the corporations and it worked perfectly wonderful wonderful you also say that you advise female corporate employees on how to move up the corporate ladder so you've told me one thing you do for women is you bring them in and you support them as consultants. Yeah. What What else do you do in terms of supporting uh, female corporate employees to move up the corporate ladder? So I find, Ash, that a lot of women don't have an informal board or mentors or people that they can talk to for advice. Hmm. And that's a big Thing with me, which is mm. what I do now in my second business, is help people form advisory boards. Okay. And I find a woman in the corporate world mm. really need the mentoring. They really need a sounding board, mm. right? Someone to talk to. How do I make this upward move? Mm. What are the things that I need to do to facilitate that mm. or not do? Even better, what are the things that I shouldn't do, right? Mm -hmm. And so I help them with that. Uh, I help them form their board. I am on a lot of their boards. Mm -hmm. So they can call me for advice or we can meet quarterly to plot their strategy of how mm -hmm. to move upwards. Mm -hmm. And I have to say it starts with, it should start really much earlier. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, boys are... This is why STEM programs are happening, right? Mm -hmm. Boys are, are 
geared towards, you know, math. Mm. Women and girls are geared towards writing. Mm. And it, when you grow up, they still pigeonhole you in that niche. Right, right. right? And I'm there to say I did marketing and analytics, which mm -hmm. is using both sides of my brain. Correct. And I encourage women mm. to explore those careers. Mm. Don't think about anymore. We're in, we're in a new world. Don't think about, oh, I'm a woman, so I can only be a journalist mm. or I can only do that. You can be in construction. Absolutely. Yep. You can be in anything that you want as Correct. long as you do it well. Correct. Right? So that's my advice to female, and especially in corporate. Mm. Move up, move up the ladder if you want to. Mm. Some women don't. Some mm. women, because of their children, just like being in that position and mm. know they have a stable set. If that's what you want, then do that. That's fine as well, absolutely. And so that's what how I feel, especially about female. Mm. Very interesting. And when you look at your incredible experience in the corporate world, and then you uh, look at what you're doing in, in coach salting, what are some of the lessons you have drawn from your vast experience uh, to the coaching community or to the coaching world? <sighs> what are some lessons that I've drawn? Hmm. Well, I have to say... One of the things that I, I learned a lot mm -hmm. is you have to get up and do the things you need to do. Correct. Like you can't sit back and wait mm -hmm. because we just, first of all, you know, the pandemic taught me a lot too. Mm -hmm. You don't know how long we have Absolutely. on this earth, mm -hmm. right? And so coaching is kind of that. You have a project. You do know how long that mm -hmm. the length is, but you have to go do it. You Correct. have to get up and I have to incentivize people to take action. Mm -hmm. And so I have to incentivize myself mm -hmm. to take action as well. Mm -hmm. So that's a big learning that I have from mm -hmm. the coaching world. The second one is that women tend to go towards coach coaching mm -hmm. because it's a it's considered a softer skill mm -hmm. right but coaching is just so much more than that absolutely it's very difficult to help someone stay on track especially a business owner mm. i think it's easier for me to be a coach at this point in my life mm -hmm. because i've lived a lot right mm -hmm. i'm 60 years old so i've done quite a few things in my mm -hmm. career mm -hmm. and it's very easy for me to give that advice out mm -hmm. of experience okay. it's things that i've lived through is things that i've learned mm -hmm. and at this point i couldn't have done it maybe mm -hmm. 20 years ago i right. don't think i would have been a good coach mm -hmm. well now said. that's that's really a good thing for me too. i agree with you you know i, th I think that there is a lot of value an older coach brings, and I'm a coach also. Um, that I, you know, and I always get this feedback that the perspectives you are able to give because of the school of hard knocks that you have yeah. been through, that uh, there is something yeah. definitely there. Yes. But moving on, uh, Sandy, uh, you must have worked with many, many different types of people, cultures, and so on. Yes. 
when I was growing up in the corporate world, uh, you were mentored or coached either by a family elder or by a senior in your company who took a liking for you. What has changed in the last three or four decades that people today are willing to pay for certified or qualified coaches? Well, you know, when I started out in corporate, it was mm -hmm. in the late 70s, early mm -hmm. 80s. Yeah. Coaching was really not a word. Absolutely. That was related to corporations. I think in the late 80s mm -hmm. to the early 90s, you only got a coach if you were a senior level executive. Correct. And on the fast track. Exactly. Once you saw someone with a coach, oh, you knew they were being set up for success, Absolutely. right? Yes. And that was something I always looked at and said, why, why doesn't everyone get set up for success? Mm. So I think I learned from that, Ash, is that you need other people to help you mm -hmm. in order to move forward mm -hmm. because they have a knowledge that you don't Correct. or that you can't see. Mm. And I only got a coach for about five minutes mm -hmm. in corporate. Even mm -hmm. though I was a director, I got a coach and it was to help me do a speech mm. that I had to deliver in our town hall. Yeah. And I took that lesson and said, you know what? I'm going to go and get the outside help that I need. Mm -hmm. Now, the grandmother help is always very good. Correct. Correct. <laughs> They're always good for advice. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm lucky. Even my mom has always told me you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. It might take you a little bit longer than someone else because mm -hmm. you have to learn it. But if you stick to it, you too will learn it. Absolutely. I think my grandmother used to say, you could be, everybody could be a doctor. Absolutely. It, it can take some people five, 10 years. It can take some people 20 or 30 years. Correct. But everyone can do that if mm. they put their mind to it and stick to it and apply to it. Mm. So that was something that I learned from coaching. Mm. Fascinating. Right? You definitely have to put the work in mm -hmm. and you need outside help. Mm -hmm. And it's not a bad word. Okay. Okay. At one point, people thought if you were getting coaching mm -hmm. that in corporate, you want the fast track. Mm -hmm. But if I were to say to someone outside of that, oh, I'm getting coached, they think you're a dummy. Oh, mm -hmm. why do you need that? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Very right. Well said. So, so let me now move. Sorry, go ahead, Thani, please. No, I just said the world has changed for Absolutely. the better. I agree with you. I agree. So let me now move to uh, your other avatar as an author. Tell me about some of the books that you've written. Well, I've, I've written one book with my business partner mm -hmm. that is called Black and White Strike Gold. Mm -hmm. It's really 52 nuggets to help people grow their business. Okay. And would you like to share a couple of these nuggets for our viewers and listeners? Oh, absolutely. Well, the first nugget that I can think of at the top of my that was really a big learning for me mm -hmm. is we have a chapter called The Tax Man Cometh. Okay. And that was because we started up our business. We were really excited. We didn't plan for the taxes. Mm. 
And in the U.S., we pay taxes quarterly as a mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't do that. We said, oh, let's just pay it at the end of year like we mm -hmm. pay our personal taxes. Yep. Well, Ash, the tax bill was so big mm -hmm. that it almost put us out of business. <laughs> okay. Mm. And that is something I want to tell all business mm. owners. Mm. You have to pay taxes. Yeah. It will catch up to you. Yeah. You know, we started getting one project every year mm -hmm. and we say this is our tax project. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're going to use. So we're setting it aside to pay our taxes. Mm. And I I carried that throughout entire work life. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, choose your partners wisely. Okay. It's another chapter yep. we had. Yeah. Peggy and I were business partners. And when we set up our agreement, it was longer than a marriage contract. Mm -hmm. It was longer than, you know, any agreement we've ever done because we put all the what ifs. Mm -hmm. in there yep um what if i were to die mm. we call it getting hit by a truck yep. what if we got hit by a truck tomorrow yep. mm. you know wh what would happen who would take over the business mm. who uh how would be the money be dispersed to our families mm. and then as we moved along the continuum of partnership mm -hmm. we realized this is even more complicated than a marriage right it is. Your partner knows more about you <laughs> than your spouse. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> they know the good, the bad, and the ugly, Absolutely. where everything is buried. Mm -hmm. And so if you're taking on a partner in your business, mm -hmm. you need to vet that person. You know, your credit gets tied up with your mm -hmm. partner. Correct. Right? And so that impacts your personal life. Mm. And if I have bad credit, I'm giving that to my partner. Correct. And so I thought, oh my God, people should know this before they get into business and mm. just choose a partner because of the skill set. You have to check their entire background mm. to see because you take on a part of that person's legacy, mm -hmm. what they bring with them. Right. Mm. So I think those those are two interesting. that I think yeah. were very interesting. Very interesting. So I've got time for two more questions. Um, let me ask you my the, my next question, which is about you personally. Uh, in a in a in a in a life uh, which has had so many interesting um, careers, if I can use you know, a professional manager, author, consultant, coach, entrepreneur. What would you say are three key milestones that you think are important? Hmm. Well, the first milestone for me mm -hmm. was 9-11. Okay. The, the first, the biggest one I could think of was mm -hmm. life, 9-11. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it impressed upon me how fleeting life is. Correct. You wake up, you have no, first of all, be thankful you woke up. Mm. True. Secondly, you don't know what the world has for you. Yep. 
from minute to minute. Mm. I, I got up to go to work one morning and my world was gone, was demolished. Yeah. Mm. Right? And then I had to make a decision of what to do with my life at that point. Mm. I had a very nice life mm -hmm. up until then. And yeah. all of a sudden, there's this all this grief and sadness and you have to be prepared for that, right? Mm. Again, coaching helps with that because yeah. you could go see a, a counselor. Mm. And so that that's a big milestone, I think, when someone passes out of your life mm. or you see something that's a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to do something, do it now. Correct. Don't put it off. Don't keep putting it off. And mm. that was the catalyst for my business, right? Mm. So that was the big milestone. When I sold my business was the mm -hmm. second milestone. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do now with my mm. life? Yep. I've been mired in this business for 17 years. Mm -hmm. What is my next? Right. You know, start. I start thinking, what is my purpose? This is the point of life where I should be giving back. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why does God put me on this earth? Like, mm -hmm. why am I here? Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And I realized coaching and helping other people mm -hmm. is it i'm a big helper mm -hmm. i've always been my whole life mm -hmm. and i really think that's part of my purpose so that mm -hmm. was my second big milestone yeah at, uh, i sold my business at 55 mm -hmm. and i have hopefully i have a long life in Absolutely. front of me mm -hmm. so what do i do then that was the second one i would say the third milestone was when i got married Wonderful. Mm -hmm. as, a, as a personal milestone. Mm. It was a change for me because I had to now blend two people's lives together. Correct. Mm. Right? And as you know, if you've been single and you're, you're happy and carefree and you're doing everything that you want, all of a sudden <laughs> you have to check in with someone. Correct. You have to tell them where you're going. Uh, you start living together and living with some people can be a challenge Correct. and you have to be prepared. Mm. You know, I remember uh, a silly thing mm -hmm. that was going to push me over the edge in my marriage. Mm. It was uh, when you go to the, when you take a shower, why, why is my rug wet? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this became a big thing for me. I, and just pick the rug up try yourself off. I don't understand it. <laughs> and so it's a little life things, mm. right? When you're blending your life mm. that you either have to say, Lord, let me just accept this mm -hmm. because it's really not that big in mm. the scheme of my absolutely. life. Yeah, absolutely. So I, those are three big Fabulous. milestones. Fabulous. Yeah. These, are, these are amazing milestones. And I, you know, I agree with your third milestone in March of 2023, we, I, we, I, we would have been married for 40 years. So, oh so uh, there is a lot of adjustment we all go through. But uh, on that, for 40 yeah, years. 40 years. So, but on that note, uh, Sandy, thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you okay. for talking to me about your amazing journey, your amazing learnings, and all the great work you are doing, helping so many people, so many women employees to seek or to find their calling. Thank you yes. also for speaking to me about your book uh, and uh, the nuggets that you shared with us. Thank you once again for speaking to me. Good luck.
I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.